genre. Welcome back to the Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we investigate the gunfights, car chases, and proper action of Hot Fuzz one minute at a time. I'm Nick Jimenez. I'm Scott Corelli. And today we're about to go off on minute 96, which begins with Greg and Cherie firing on Danny and Angel and ends with Bernard attacking Angel with an ornamental sword. Yes, and what we a have minute. a... <laughs> indeed and that's that's not even mentioning probably the biggest thing that happens in this minute in the middle of it so sure um but uh we have a guest mark from dceu minute welcome mark hello thank you for having me of course of course <laughs> uh so so yeah so this this uh this this minute comes at the heels of uh danny joining the the fight joining the resistance mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> if you will the rebel <laughs> now, now the rebel is our uh, our rebels, uh, plural. Which the is, cops uh, which has is become nice. the bad boys. Yes, indeed. <laughs> uh, the the <laughs> so uh, you know they just they're they're running into the fray at the beginning of this, and uh, they start getting fired on by um, by our actors. Right, that's who these guys are, Greg and Cherie. Yeah, they're the, yeah. They're the actors. They're. Uh, uh, the uh, the new actors, uh, right? The right, new ones, <laughs> right? Extra and straw dogs and a cadaver <laughs> on another show. Um, and uh, what I love about their shootout with Greg and Cherie is that um, what number one? I love that there's there's uh, there's like a book sale going on. Like I there's yeah. just something so like generically small town about like an outdoor book sale Mm -hmm. um and -hmm. and i just i love that i love that there's an outdoor book sale going on Um, i would definitely i would definitely flip through all those books i was such a little nerd for outdoor book stuff like as a Mm -hmm. kid like flea markets uh yeah love that all those like weird paperbacks oh yeah yeah for sure Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. what, what I love about this is, uh, 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 you know, they, they take cover Danny and angel, um, you know, obviously Greg and Cherie have the columns to hide behind, mm-hmm. uh, but, uh, they, they, uh, angel and Danny have to find cover. And when angel takes them both out, um, you know, he shoots Greg in the hand and Cherie in the shoulder and their reaction to getting shot is, <laughs> Is like it's kind of like the most realistic part of this movie. Yeah, is that these people aren't used to having people fight back, and mm-hmm. they've never been shot before. Here they are opening fire on these people. They have no issues with killing all anyone who annoys them in this in this village, mm-hmm. and yet they get shot for the first time, and they're like they're acting like. I, you know, like you would if you were, if you actually got shot and had never felt that it, before. It's the single most, it's the single most outrageous and painful, insulting, crazy things that that's happened to them. Yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely. And the, I, I just love this sequence's heightened sense of irony. 
like throughout, mm-hmm. you know, like the, the idea that like, yeah, we're gonna, we're, we're opening fire on you. Like we're trying to kill you with these guns and then we get shot and we freak the fuck out. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. th- it's very cathartic to watch this in an age of like barbecue Becky's of like mm-hmm. that, that kind of like, let me call the manager pompicity you know that's that yeah. kind of assuredness like oh well i'm fine nothing can ever hurt me so right. like yeah it's yeah. Very, very cathartic it's it's kind of like i almost took it as like it's a very posh way that they get shot <laughs> and it's like it like just as it's like asking for the manager it's almost like that's their reaction is to getting shot it's so yeah. overly like dramatic and and like just this whole this whole action scene in general is what i i guess like seeing this movie for the first time and and like turning on HBO and like I was halfway through the, the movie had already been started and I kind of like saw like this part and I was just like what is going on here like what mm-hmm. is this and so it's like the first time you see this is it, it's it's just incredible just the whole the whole thing about it it's yeah the whole scenario It'd be a very interesting like goodfellow style opening to this movie <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Before going back, yeah. Hi, I'm you'd Nicholas. Have... Bet you're wondering how I got here. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no. You'd start with Danny, and he'd be like, "For as long as I can remember, I've all I wanted, wanted to be an action hero. <laughs> all I wanted was to be a policeman officer." <laughs> I mean, even the part like, um, and like drawing, I had to look up all the names again. But like, um, who's who's the uh, uh, is Amanda Paver the the bicycle lady? Like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She who right. paves and the roads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like it's just like that part where she's got two guns with a bicycle, no <laughs> handlebars. It's like, what is going on in this movie? Yeah. Like, yeah. But and then it's it's just become like my all time favorite like action scene, really, and like. This movie is definitely a, my of all times greatest films, and and just thinking about this whole action scene, not just this minute, but like the whole thing, this whole th- final act, it's it's so definitive, yet it's based on so many references. Mm-hmm. It's like how how can something be based on like so much, like all these little Easter eggs and all these things that not only has the movie itself laid out like as a callback to this final act but like the movies that it's referencing and then at the same time like this scene is so definitive like it's yeah. on itself it's i think it, it, it might be like just the natural come you know like what happens when you take someone like edgar wright who is naturally just uh like absorbs movies and film and just mm-hmm. like it becomes a part of just his way of communicating and mm-hmm. i think that is when like the reference almost becomes like beyond because it's just how he sees sequences happening mm-hmm. as opposed yeah. to like making direct like uh just like i'm making a reference to the shining now it's just like moments like uh, amanda paver you know du- dual wielding pistols down a bike to me that seems very like john <laughs> woo like that's a john woo move yeah and i don't even yeah. th- and for all i know that could have never come up on set but that's just like what happens when an artist yeah. you know an artist is what he or she consumes or what they consume yeah. or what they see in the world. And if, yeah, if you're a person that goes to a video store a lot. Yeah. That's finds art uh, in that. yeah. yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I, I wonder if um, like, you know, we, we talk a lot about, um, about uh, uh, what 
a sequel to Hot Fuzz would look like. And I do I do think that while it needs to stay in the action, if they ever did a sequel, it would need to stay in the action movie oeuvre. I would like to see a slight genre change to, you know, you brought up John Woo and I think that's a good that's a good touch point because you know, comparing John Woo like straight up action movies to Mission Impossible 2 where he's trying to do he's attempting to do his version of like a Hitchcockian thriller, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and I you know, like I would I would like to see that sort of uh if they ever did a Hot Fuzz 2, I'd love to see that kind of version of a Hot Fuzz 2. I don't know what the story would be, but like something in the realm of like a Mission Impossible kind of mode yeah. would be an interesting way to go with it or to me like the idea of making like a hot fuzzy and sort of john woo movie i don't know to me the the next move of nicholas angel is he even turns his back on the police to do the common good like maybe oh. he has to take care of a baby or like a like like a like a child <laughs> oh, like like leon man. the professional and he's like or, or I, lone wolf and cub yeah definitely where like the law becomes something primal and like in, about humanity and not so much like the law of the land. Well, what you do then is uh, you you combine you you finally combine the universes and you have uh, you have uh, 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 oh, Nicholas, yeah. Hot Fuzz Two take place in the uh, post World's End world. Yeah, yeah. where he becomes yeah. like a sheriff, like a lawman, like a like a Book of Eli type character. Yeah, walking oh, the earth. Yeah, with a baby. Yeah. <laughs> with a baby. <laughs> with a baby. Um, and Danny, of course. Going back to, <laughs> going back to uh to Greg and Cherie though, um something I just realized it just occurred to me that do you think their their deaths are so extra because they're actors? Are they like overacting their de- their 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 they're not deaths, but that getting shot? For sure. That that might actually be the joke for all we know, you know? Like yeah. it's mm-hmm. is that they're such a, they're actually bad actors for all the hype yeah. they've gotten from the town. Right, right. Other hands. Yeah, Because yeah. yeah, she she goes down slowly, but yeah. like dramatically. It's a very like most unorthodox like way of getting <laughs> so over the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so then we get what is probably one of the most well known bits from this uh, this sequence outdoors um, uh, is uh, Joyce Cooper with the. Uh, automatic rifle <laughs> it's uh yeah. it's iconic man it's yeah yes and in the theater like i mean the sound design is is great you really yeah. feel the gun like shooting and just seeing billy white just holding it down <coughs> yeah protecting that house but what's great about it too is because it's such a powerful weapon and she's i mean you know a dainty elderly woman um <laughs> She can't like hold it steady, you know, and so it's not actually shooting Nicholas and you kind of buy that it's not, you know, like it doesn't it doesn't feel like, oh, they're they're You know, this is not like a stormtrooper situation yeah. where she just can't get a shot. It's like, yeah, I mean, she's an elderly woman holding a very powerful mm-hmm. weapon with if a anything, lot of kickback. And uh, very much how earlier with like the way how they're the way they're reacting is actually like realistic because it's so big it's Mm -hmm. actually realistic that they're missing so much the convention actually doesn't become a cinema sin because these are like elderly people who have never been in a firefight before 
Like, right. This is like what it would actually right. look like. That's probably what I would look like if I was firing what Billy Whitelaw was firing. Because I've, like, right. I've never fired anything like that before in my life. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Yeah. And, yeah. And just like, just the fact that she is like shaking so much from firing that weapon just adds to that believability that this person really is shooting a gun. And it's not only the sound mixing, but it's like her movement is like selling you that how powerful this is and you and you kind of feel how powerful that gun would be mm-hmm. like as you watch it and, and it's so believable. Um, and, you know, of course, it just had to be a, a German World War II gun, as she says, fascist. So, yeah, <laughs> just adds to it. And that's and that's the other thing, right? It's 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 the sequences leaning into the this sequence leaning into the uh, irony of the situation. Uh, yeah, and mm-hmm. and and of these villagers, uh, the the idea that she's calling him a fascist mm-hmm. because he won't the just let them kill the people they want to kill. It's mm-hmm. so it's so weird. This movie is such a morally gray. It's such a morally gray finale that I kind of love. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I don't know how to feel about any of this. Like, I know Nicholas is like the good guy, but I'm not gonna. What? Yeah, yeah. She's right. Yeah. That's what's funny is that she's technically right, but it's like, what do you? What do you? But also, do? they are not any better. They're also fascists. That's you know? very true. Yeah. Who's, yeah, who's right? You know, like, yeah. yeah. But actually, you know, I would say, like, is 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 she technically right? Because it's not like he's killing anybody. He's he's enacting the law, a, a form of outside jurisdiction. You cannot, even though this is the law of your, it is very Wicker Man. I guess that's the thing of the Wicker Man is it's about this guy from a big f- metropolitan, he's also a very Christian man, Western oh. man, coming to a place and being like, hey, whoa, even though this is what you've been doing, I am saying that this is wrong. You can't well, do but this. But this is not an island outside of the law you know like yeah. this is just a village in england mm-hmm. um and so was I the island has- of the wicker man even like so like I, I i forget what like the actual like situation of that island was it was like a colony or something yeah i think it was i don't i don't i don't remember either i've but, seen the nick um, cage one way more than the original one i'm sorry to say I'm not so yeah. upset. I never well, I mean, we've only them. seen the original one the one time before <laughs> yeah. this season started. So, um, but I, I, I don't think he's. I mean, yes, he doesn't have a warrant to be doing what he's doing, but also he didn't fi- fire first. So That's very all true. he did, all he did was load up on on weapons from. I mean, from evidence, which maybe that's not the best thing, <clears throat> but but he 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 just came waltzing into town. He didn't do anything, mm-hmm. right? They and drew guy, first blood. They drew first blood. So you know, I I think it's uh, I think it might be okay in the long run. I think that's why he doesn't lose his job in the end because he doesn't he he only incapacitates everyone. That's very never, true as well. Yeah. He, he doesn't kill anybody. You could argue everything he did was in self-defense. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, if if Batman waited for other people to throw the first punch, then people wouldn't be complaining so much about him beating up on the mentally ill. <laughs> well, hold on. Do we? I mean, that's a that's a dark, that's a rabbit hole. That's, I, <laughs> well, I can't I mean, go down. That's there. why I'm so excited. We we talked about this before. That's why I'm so excited for Matt Reeves's take supposedly like Batman returning to the, the cerebral brooding detective. Right. Right. Yeah. Very detective. Yeah. Right. And, and it's going to be refreshing to see that. Cause I don't know. Then every time I have a conversation about Batman, it always ends up being this guy 
needs a straight jacket. Like this guy shouldn't. But then if you like have your Batman as like the detective, then it's like, okay, this sounds like more of a progressive Bruce Wayne. Where yeah, it's like, well, like, like, like Sherlock yeah. Holmes was like, you know, there's right. that iconic scene right. in the Guy Ritchie one where he like is a master right. of Kung Fu, but he uses it as like a way of like disarming right. and whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was just yeah. going to say, I mean, you know, like Sherlock Holmes has always had a, a relationship with the police because he's uh, going to be a better detective than any of the te- detectives they have on the force, you know, and that's essentially the role that Batman is filling. It's just if Sherlock Holmes uh, dressed like a bat, you know, yeah. I just I think, mm-hmm. yeah. And like, you know, and the, 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 the Zack Snyder Batman that we've been living with, you could argue is like the wartime Batman, a Batman that's been right. living in an age of duress and combat. Right. Mm-hmm. So he's had right. to become like, you know, tough times call for, you know. Well, I mean, he's, he's, I mean, he's literally the Frank Miller Batman. I mean, that's, yeah. that's definitely the, the, the style of Batman that uh, Zack yeah. Snyder was going for, um, which mm-hmm. is the, I don't, I'm not, I'm not as focused on the detective stuff. Uh, and in fact, I make a lot of mistakes in my detective work. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. but, but I'm going to go and yeah. kick some ass it's, because that's what's needed right it, now. It's like in the 2000s, yeah. we had Michael Mann Batman. Then we had yeah. Frank Miller Batman. And now we're going to get something else. Yeah. Hopefully, mm-hmm. uh, Kevin Conroy Batman. <laughs> That'd be yeah, great. hopefully, some. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Just like, despite all the news about you know Batman and DC films, it's just like just as soon as people will get their hands on another Batman film, there will yeah. be some quiet in the realm, and we'll be like, everyone will just hold hands and we'll be like, "Yay, Batman movie!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, I, I think the wind is at the DC movies is backs in a way i think that you know you've had coming yeah, off yeah. of shazam which was so much fun and wonder woman and you know yeah aquaman yeah. uh so much fun i think uh, it yeah, just I, I think it just took them longer to figure out what they were wanting to do you know and and just took uh took one hard slap on the wrist and then they yeah. were like all right we got it yeah uh, james, and james Wan said all right everyone chill out we're just, <laughs> yeah we're just gonna have fun here uh, we're not going to be too. We're just going to have some jokes. We're going to <laughs> an octopus yeah. will play the drums. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going to embrace the, the fantasy. <laughs> embrace the fantasy. Yes. You know? I could I could say yeah. some stuff about DC. Shazam, but I'm not comfortable yet. Sure, sure. Um, all right. Well, uh, yeah. So then, uh, so then uh, he takes out. Uh, <laughs> He takes out Joyce by uh, uh, shooting with a shotgun from from far range, which I I don't know if that works. But um, he uh, he takes out a a flower pot and uh, and it it lands on her head and knocks her out. Um, and the gush and then, of blood not is only, so gratuitous. Yeah, not not only not only is she is she taken out, but like she gets hit on the top of the head and then knocks her head into a car. Right? Is that what happens? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that's a that's rough. That's a oof. That's a rough way to go out. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. That such might be. Good, I. That, I mean, if moment. I if I didn't know any better, I would be like, I think that's the one he killed by ac- maybe by accident. But I think he. I think it's she's a, dead. She's yeah. old. That looked that looked harsh. Pretty harsh. But yeah, I think it's almost like uh, we we're we we're talking about Batman a lot, but I think I guess the person I think of the most where it's, where you kind of have that conversation, it's like okay, well, who's the fastest really in the situation, and and you have a moment like this, it's it's almost like um, either a, a Judge Dread or maybe even a RoboCop type mm. moment where where you go this all powerful because Simon Simon Pegg's character is is, is teethed up with with the amount of weapons that he has so yeah. it, it's like here you have this all-powerful um 
basically superhero who's coming in and and taking out this person calling them a fascist mm-hmm. when they've been displaying this you know uh, i don't even know how to describe nwa's motives it's just that is kind of fascist material and it's like this conversation that, that happened i don't know the conversation that plays out throughout the action i'm saying it's just it's a it's like that it's so. a, it's, it's deeply ironic for sure yes absolutely deeply ironic um all right. Well, I think that about wraps us up for uh, for this minute because I don't really want to get into the sword stuff until uh, tomorrow. Sure. Um, Just that it's comical that it cuts that way. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Well, um, you know, if you guys are on Facebook, make sure that you uh, check out the Cornetto Minute Listeners Pub over there. Uh, join <laughs> there and uh, join the discussion with uh, what everybody talks about um, every day. We, there's usually a new discussion topic just about every day uh, in response to something that we talked about uh, in an episode of the of the of the show. So I'm sure we're going to be talking about somebody's going to post something about fascism and or Batman. Uh, I'm sure today, most likely. Uh, so if you want to read about that, then uh, go go join the Cornetto Minute Listeners Pub on Facebook. And we'll be back tomorrow with Minute 97 for The Greater Good. The Greater Good. The Greater Good.